0: Crypto peeps, welcome to Thursday. Today is January 24th, 2019. Y'all, this crypto market never ceases to amaze me. I can remember back in the day when news like what I'm about to tell you would have caused violent moves in the price of Bitcoin. And now it just sits there staring at us. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. This is Paul McNeil, The Crypto Curator. It is my goal and desire to provide you with a comprehensive look at the world of crypto. I will attempt to connect the dots to reveal trends as we enter the fourth industrial revolution. But first, I want to say thanks to our sponsor, without which you would not be able to benefit from all the information I provide daily. Have you been trading crypto? We are nearing the end of the year and you will need smart cryptocurrency accounting. Why not check out TaxToken? Simply the best platform to get your taxes done simple and easy. Visit them at taxtoken.io. Alright, let's jump right into it. Our top five crypto assets are as follows. Bitcoin at $3,590.08. Ripple's XRP at 31 cents, Ethereum at $117.50. Bitcoin Cash at $131.84, EOS at $2.44. Now, while all of these are in fact down, it's only slightly. I mean, it's almost like this thing's not moving. Now, given what I'm about to tell you, this is what I was meaning at the beginning of the podcast. The U.S. government shutdown has now derailed the Bitcoin ETF talks, says Vanek CEO. But Bitwise explains that the SEC is not against crypto ETF. However, crypto markets are unfazed by the withdrawal. You let this information have come out back in the day and it would have been disastrous. Okay, as we look at our technical analysis, is Bitcoin's collapse finally coming to an end as Bitcoin approaches critical support at 3,569? Will the bulls defend this area again or will we see a test of 3,100? That could be in the cards according to David Thomas. He's the director and co-founder of Global Block. As we look at our crypto market, backed, Gemini and Bitwise are gearing up for a Bitcoin breakthrough once the crypto winter is over. In a Forbes article, Caitlin Long discusses crypto lending and institutional custody and if they are in fact good for crypto. Researchers find flaws with proof of stake cryptocurrency projects. Anthony Pompliano partner at Morgan Creek Digital, also known as POMPT, believes that Bitcoin will overtake the market cap of Visa at $302 billion. 58% of U.S. investors would invest in Bitcoin via an ETF, and that's based on a survey from Bitwise Asset Management. Crypto could take 10 plus years to regain the 2017 high, but then it would be mature, according to Cardano's founder. Novogratz seems to believe that billionaires disappearing in China presents a Bitcoin bull case. And Circle CEO says self-sovereign money is critical to human freedoms. Well, last but not least, our good friend Jamie Dimon says he doesn't take any satisfaction from Bitcoin's price fall. I believe you, Jamie, right. As we look at acceptance and adoption, lawmakers pitch new crypto tax payment bill in New Hampshire, accepting Bitcoin for payment. Huh. Wonder. First we had Ohio, now New Hampshire. I wonder if Massachusetts is next. As we look at European area, Euro banking giant ING signs up with R3 for fintech dApps. Hyperledger launches frameworks to help developers deliver blockchain-based supply chain solutions. And Stan Charts, Singapore's unit, completes first blockchain-powered trade finance deal. Blockchain games are on the rise. Could this become the killer app? As we look at our exchanges, Coinbase has poached another top executive amid a big international market push. CTX launches spot Bitcoin trading in a bid for big money investors. CoinQuesta and Bitcloud secured crypto license from Poland regulators. According to CryptoPotato, it's possible that Bitfinex Exchange is operating fake Facebook profiles and commenting to change public opinions. I'd like to highlight this. OTC desks proliferate as volume shifts from spot markets. As we look at our investment section, Nasdaq leads a $20 million funding round for blockchain startup Symbiont. OKCoin founder buys Hong Kong listed firm in a $60 million deal. As we look at altcoins, Brad Ganey, the COO of Catalyst Federal Credit Union, plans to use Ripple's XRP and says it provides a cost-effective way to ditch traditional wire services. Meanwhile, over at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Ripple CEO compares XRP to Bitcoin, saying crypto will transform global finance. And at least 260 projects are being built on EOS just seven months after its launch. As we look at Custody, A16Z backed startup Anchor Labs launches crypto custodial service, and a rumor has it is that Samsung Galaxy S10 will have a Bitcoin wallet. As we look at stablecoins, Bitcoin's liquid sidechain welcomes Japanese yen stablecoin. Haven Protocol dev reassures community after Exit Sam's concerns. As we look at crimes, New Zealand Exchange Cryptopia has lost 16 million in a hack, not the initial reported 2.5 million. New cryptocurrency ransomware could become very dangerous, so be careful out there. ZB.com users accuse Crypto Exchange of reporting him to the police. As we look at ICOs, rumor also has it that Telegram is planning their token launch for March. Decentralized Airbnb starts charging fees as ICO model falters. As we're looking at our regulation section, UK financial regulators released a consultation paper on crypto in which they may soon ban the sale of crypto derivatives. And Bitcoin wallet Zappo leaves Hong Kong for Switzerland due to opaque regulations. Did you know one-fifth of all Bitcoin nodes are run from Germany? Did you know darknet Bitcoin transactions are still soaring? And did you know that BitMEX Insurance Fund can finance a 51% attack on Bitcoin cash for a year? Here's some things I want you listening to today. Many, many, many podcasts. The first is Beards and Bitcoin Crypto Podcast. They have an interview with John McAfee from the high seas. That one's interesting. Crypto101 is talking with Eric Larchevich. CEO of Ledger, and user questions answered. As we look at technology and choice, number 44, how decentralized is the wind, according with Jamie McKinney. Off the Chain podcast with Anthony Pompliano is talking to Roy Nederhoff, president of RG Nederhoff Capital, a billion-dollar hedge fund manager, talks crypto. You will want to tune in for that conversation. All right, SLP, Stephen Levera's podcast, he has Marty bent on talking about Bitcoin content creation and curation and mainstream economics. And last but not least, the bullpen podcast number 18 talks with Didi Tahutu about how he sold everything and bought Bitcoin. Okay, if you're not on the Crypto Watch Brief, I highly recommend it. Why? Because it's filled with links to articles and so many other resources to help you become a crypto insider. If you need to do research, at the bottom of the brief is a link to an article archive. Here I store all the article links for this year, last year, and 2017. So here's what I want you to do. Go over to the website, www.thecryptocurator.com. Click on subscribe for the daily and weekly recap. While you're there, if you don't have a wallet, get one. Everyone should have a wallet in 2019. It doesn't cost you a dime and just a little bit of your time. Okay, if you want to keep up throughout the day, follow me at Twitter at underscore Cryptocurator. This has been Paul McNeil, The crypto curator. Have a terrific Thursday.